0: Hi and welcome to movie Wala Podcast. Today we are talking about Kabhi Kabhi, which came out in 1976 and the Prime Minister of India was still Indira Gandhi. The director and producer for this movie is Yash Chopra. The story was by Pamela Chopra. Music by Khayam and the actors were Shashi Kapoor, Amitabh Bachchan, Rakhi, Vahida Rahman, Rishi Kapoor, Neetu Singh, Simi Garival, and Parikshet Sahani. Such a long list. I know and also it's interesting I, I didn't know that Pamela Chopra
1: also writes. I didn't know that. So
0: yeah. Yeah, she's had her inputs in uh, Yashopra's storytelling like every now and then. And then he gives her credit. That's interesting. Okay.
1: So the story is an intergenerational
0: love story slash regular story.
1: And it, it spans years and years and years. And it's about two people who could not get married for various reasons and how their lives kind of, kind of get entangled
0: after a while. Yeah, it's basically lost love. Which is, like, he's still not gotten over, right? Basically that.
1: Yeah, and their lives get crossed somehow and, you know, they have a chance to meet again.
0: Yeah, so I think with Kabhi-Kabhi, we finally enter into that Yash Chopra zone, you know, which then eventually lives on till his last film. And I think, I don't know whether it is Pamela Chopra or Yash Chopra, but they seem to be really you know um invested in these uh, marital relationships and these love stories which are not just like oh I like you you like me let's get married but then you know in all his movies they've always had these shades of breakup and divorce and and I think marriage and and then what happens when they meet
1: you know after they are married to other people?
0: And that's, that's because wh- one of the things I felt was uh, in this movie, that feeling like, you know, that whole, like, we all have had that thought, like, running into your ex while our thought, you know? I think we spoke about it when we spoke about
1: Ijazit, I think,
0: right? Uh, maybe then or Silsila I think, at yeah, some point. It's kind of like a, uh, I don't know if it's, if fantasy is the right word, but it's, it is sort of, you're like, what if? you know yeah it's one of those things that you always think that okay what if your path crosses i mean not always think but at some point it crosses your head yeah i think we're fascinated with what if scenario yeah the scenario yeah and especially if you have unresolved feelings like i think if you have resolved and you just like oh he was an asshole or she was a bitch then you've moved on yeah there is nothing that you want to like cross paths with but i feel like in this movie they cover that, right? They have so many different, starting with love, like just love and romance. Then marriage, of course. And then after marriage, they even have, uh, you know, good number of scenes showing parenting. Mm, yeah. And then in, within parenting, they have adoption and then how the father is, fathers, all the fathers are treating their daughters, like the two daughters. And then unwed mother and the overall concept of masculinity and what it means for a guy to do something else. I was like this and i remember again just like ijazat was my favorite film in like the real meaningful cinema kabhi kabhi is my favorite film in the Yashra's world like i love kabhi kabhi it's it's two different
1: worlds but they also tackle similar issues right but it's done in a different way not to say that one is better than the other, but yeah, it's, it's very interesting. Yeah. Like you'd mentioned, this movie does tackle a lot of these, a lot of them. You can actually do an entire season of 10 episodes just on this movie. You know, you can pick like each relationship and talk about it.
0: So what did you think? Like, did you, had you watched this movie a number of times before? What, what were your initial thoughts before the podcast? <laughs>
1: Initial thoughts uh before the podcast, obviously, when Kabi Kabi was there, I couldn't wait to get to it. <laughs> it was like, because it's like, I, I think I even texted you. I was like, I think love stories and movies on relationships are my jam, right? So Kabi Kabi is one of those really, be- I, I yeah, I still feel like it's one of those beautifully written movies. You know, yeah, I, I absolutely enjoyed it. So I was waiting for it and I enjoyed it. So it was good. Pre-podcast, this movie was... You know, I have those go-to movies, right? So Kabi Kabi was always one of those go-to movies, you know, from 70s.
0: So. <laughs> I wanna just say we have so many go-to movies, and I was just trying to recall the number of times I've said, like, I watch this movie every year, and that kind of just makes it crazy that amount of time we watch stuff. But anyways, go on. And this movie, uh, it's
1: a long movie, so sometimes it's just playing in the background, and I, j- and there's something very soothing about the whole Yash Chopra, right? it gives me a very, Silsila feel as well you know when you look at the feel of the movie it gives a very Silsila vibe also like a lot of scenes are very similar to you know what happens in Silsila Uh, so yeah generally pre-podcast I loved it and post-podcast I can't wait to talk about it that's my feeling I think it's a really good movie I mean there are some scenes obviously which could be you know which could be made better but overall I think it's a really good movie solid yeah
0: picking up from what you said the scenes are similar one thing which is crazily similar is when uh Rakhi is lying in the park in uh, Amitabh Bachchan's lap and there are trees and it's a garden and it's more like an not an aerial view but like a really far away pulled out view until they don't come close I was like it could be Either of those two movies. It is so similar. Yeah. With the fog and the park and
1: everything. It's very, very similar to Silsila. Yeah.
0: So let's start with the first love story. Because they're all like, it's all about love stories. (laughs) So first one is Amitabh and Rakhi. And I just want to talk about Rakhi's stunning face. You know, so I had read that uh, this, this story was written with Rakhi in mind. So they already knew that they wanted Rakhi and then everybody else was casted around it because Rakhi is the central character. The whole movie is because of Rakhi. And you know, the, and the theme is that her beauty is like so stunning that men just fall in love. And I could see it's not conventional beauty, but it's not unconventional beauty either. And the, the fact that the, writing is so uh so much about her eyes and her expression and every time there was a close-up of her eyes I was like I get it I get it these eyes are beautiful
1: and her skin right it's so dewy I was like oh my god I wish I could recreate this look look
0: and especially the glow on her face when she's on honeymoon I think this is honeymoon glow this is it
1: and I'm I'm I would be surprised if uh, they, if she had just gotten married to Gulzar at that point.
0: So maybe it was the actual glow. <laughs> so uh apparently uh So naturally the movie was written for her and once she got married to Gulzar and now this is making me question my like for Gulzar. If it is true, then I'm not very happy about that. That he didn't want her to act in movies. I don't know, like naturally I wouldn't know until they t- from the horse's mouth. But uh, Yash Chopra convinced Gulzar to let her act or like be in this movie. And I was like, why does... I know, what the hell is that? Like, what crap? So if it was true, then I'm very, very disappointed. And if it was not true, then then I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you, Rakhi. You made your choice. What did you think about Rakhi and Amitabh? Obviously, Rakhi was gorgeous
1: and they looked good together but like i was like i just mentioned you know a lot of uh, especially this song kabhi kabhi right that song the sequence is it reminded me so much of silsila so for a second i was like oh my god Drakeha and amitabh looked so good together in that movie because their presence was so strong right so that's what i was thinking but then again the picturization of the whole song Like, I can just sit and watch that song over and over and over again. It's just beautiful. And I was, I even texted you while I was watching it. It was like, every shot was like an Instagram influencer shot. (laughs) So beautiful. Like, it's Kashmir, obviously. And then you have these tall pine trees and there's snow and there's bonfire and, you know, she, they, and both of them so good looking. It was just a beautiful, beautiful... Yeah, both of them looked really good together.
0: Yeah, they did. And even like in terms of their characters at the story, I love... It's like another ideal scenario, right? Like you fall in love with a writer or a poet and he is just going on talking about your beauty and then... Who will not fall in love with that, yeah? So
1: when Raki says, flatter me, and then he says those things, I'm like, no wonder, no surprise that, you know.
0: (laughs) And so, yeah, it was... It was very well written. And the shairi is on point, which is the strong part of it. And I think, um, apparently, Sahil Udhyandi, who's the lyricist, he, and the poet, he had already written the sad version of Kabi Kabi. So that was the poem he had written. And I think Kajashopra got the idea for the movie from there. Not an idea from the movie, like a seed is in his head. So he read that uh, poem and then he wanted to write a story around it. And he wrote the story. And then Pamela had read somewhere about a kid or a girl who was adopted and was going to meet her mother. So then she... Put that part within the story, and then you know, then the whole story came about. And um, yeah, so I feel all of these people they put back to Amitabh and Rakhi's love story. I felt like you know the passion had to be really strong for the viewers to be invested, to be like, okay, yeah, I see the struggle, and I see why this person's heartbroken, and this is happening. And, you know, today it won't stand. Like today, I don't think it'll work. Like if I said like, oh, I can't marry you because my parents have fixed me up somewhere else. They don't even address it, right? Like they haven't even gone to their parents and said something. She's just like, if I raise my opinion, they're going to be heartbroken. So that's why I'm not even going to mention you. Yes, I agree. That way I feel like the writing failed. Because
1: obviously they couldn't put in their love story, entire love story that, you know, the audience can actually fall for them and be like, okay, you know, they really tried. They couldn't do that. But also they could have just used the 20 minutes of their love story flashback to really write well. And, you know, I don't know, that's where I think it failed because it it wasn't written so well that we, as somebody who's watching the movie, couldn't really feel for them. It was just like a too short a... love story you know it just looked like it was just a college fling so I so it didn't have that gravitas to kind of to make us realize that oh my god they're meeting after so many years and let's see what happens kind of thing
0: do you think it is uh because now we are rewatching it or did you always think that
1: no I didn't always think that
0: yeah so same here I didn't always think that either and I was completely because That was the norm, right? Like, we didn't know love stories. And even the courage, like, who, like, parents were such, like, Nazis. Like, you couldn't, like, raise your voice. You couldn't say anything. And even in terms of, like, how we, you know, we are always mocking our parents and mothers and how they are, we're still scared of them. So imagine, uh, I mean, you know, that's a joke. But even, like, to really go up and say something, that was... And considering that, you know, um, I think by the time they show the seventies, I'm assuming that they are showing that, uh, Rakhi and Amitabh's love story is actually sometime in fifties or late fifties for, and then they have reached the seventies where, which is the current time of the movie, right? So they're actually showing fifties or late fifties. So, so that's the part which doesn't age well. Like it ages fine if you stay within the decade of the movie, but Today you'll be like, but you didn't even ask your parents. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You didn't even try. You didn't even try. Okay, fun anecdote. The, when Raki is getting married, the parents who are getting her, like giving her away, are actually Amitabh Bachchan's real parents. Oh. And doesn't she
1: look gorgeous? Her mom, his
0: mom, Amitabh Bachchan. Mom, I know, so. So, like, such a lady.
1: It's a regal lady. Oh.
0: Yeah, and then I was noticing Rakhi's, uh, you know, she was such a simple bride. She didn't even have nail paint pour, like on her nails when she's getting married. And somehow now with all the drama around weddings, I'm just like so drawn to these simple weddings. And I'm being a hypocrite because I too had a big fat Indian wedding. But now this is like, you know, in hindsight, if I had to redo it, I would do it really simple. I would not paint my nails also. <laughs> I would just freaking get married and be done with it. Uh, so do you, do you want to segue to fashion? Because yeah,
1: let's... Yeah, because I have I have that scene, specific scene, the bridal look on my fashion as well. <laughs> okay, so all the four movies that we did before this, we I really did not have so much. Of things to say about fashion. So my column for fashion was really tiny. So I was like, okay, kabi, kabi, I'll just have the same, you know, amount of space, right? But then it just over- overflowed and it went into another page. <laughs> because if you look at 70s, everything that I love about 70s fashion was here in this movie. Everything from men's fashion, you know, to women's fashion, it was all there. And in a heartbeat, I would recreate, I would wear all of their outfits, you know, including the guys Uh, plaid you know blazers and everything so yeah everything so I don't know I don't know where to start but I will start with the bridal look (laughs) (laughs) because I have written so her whole bridal look like you said was very simple right and she just had you know she oh my god and I absolutely love that big nose ring that she had. It was, even that was so simple and so nice. Like you were saying, now we are just seeing all the brides, Sashi brides, right? So it just looks so overdone. But hers was just simple and delicate jewelry. And yeah, I just loved her look. And again, her skin and her makeup. There was nothing. It was just dewy dewy skin and just red lips. So good, yeah.
0: I I even liked how eventually when we see Nitu sing as a bride in the end, I liked that as well. It was still simple and she was wearing a salwar kameez instead of wearing a sari. Yeah, she's in a red salwar kameez taking pheras. And I was like, we have never seen that. I know in Gurudwara, in Punjabi weddings, they have but this was this didn't like this wasn't shown to be done in a gurudwara i think it was like a normal mandap and she is dressed as a red uh, bride i know that is so cool and i liked that and she was also a simple bride and she looked so cute like rakhi looked uh, beautiful and somehow neetu singh has a face which makes you just like she has a very cute like a baby face and she looked very cute yeah so both the brides Simple brides. Yeah, 100 on
1: 100. And then I loved semi saris. Like all of the saris. I started writing the description of saris but then I gave up because I was like, every sari of us was beautiful. White sari with that yellow flowers, embroidery, and then black sari. Oh my God.
0: Yeah, so all of the saris. (laughs) My, I, my favorite, I mean, I like both Sami and Rakhi saris, but my favorite sari is Rakhi sari, which she's wearing, and she has a hair, uh, like a, um, handkerchief in her hair, hair tie, as a, she had a handkerchief tied as a hair tie, and, uh, this is like she's coming down the stairs when Rishi Kapoor has just come back from his university, and, uh, Kapoor is telling her that, you know, your son is in love with the Mr., I don't know, whoever's, uh, daughter, and we have to go and they just like pick her up and go. And she's wearing this, uh, the sari is like a black and white printed saree. And I think it's cotton or like, uh, I don't know, like one of the cotton materials, hand woven for sure. And her blouse is this white, uh, like a bodice. And the, you can see the full blouse underneath the sari because the blouse is white. I was like, I need this sari and I need to wear it with this white blouse and have a handkerchief as my hair tie. I'm gonna we'll go back and look at that specific scene and take in the
1: details because I don't remember that at all. Wow, I remember the scene, but I don't remember the sari. That was my favorite sari. Okay, and also, did you notice Kabhi song when uh, you know the gorgeous song where Raki is wearing this leopard print jacket?
0: Yeah, all of their jackets. Like, both Amitabh and Rekha, Rekha, Rekha Rakhi's jacket, um, with the fur trim, the, Amitabh's white jacket with the fur trim and Rakhi's leopard jacket. Even the, uh, Iftikar, who comes in for like five seconds in the movie, he's wearing this plaid trench coat. I was like, like, Yash Chopra gave everyone like fabulous clothes.
1: Solid, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I could go on and on, but I think we should move on. We've spent like a lot. Like I was saying, I
1: think this movie is so much fun and so detailed that even fashion could be just one episode and we can speak for like 30 minutes. Yeah.
0: You can like take five seconds and mention like Rishi, Nitu, and uh, other girl if you yeah. want to.
1: He, oh God, even the other girl, they, there's this fun song. I think we'll talk about it when we talk about the song. Yeah. so. Yeah, so, okay, so that brings us to the song. You can go on to the song. <laughs> okay, let's be boring and then just um, take all the f- popular songs out of the way. Like, obviously, I love Kabhi Kabhi. And I like the uh, uh, happier romantic version better than the sad one because it's just me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. Sad Kabhi Kabhi just makes me sad. Kabhi Kabhi
0: mere dil mein... So, you know, obviously I like that. And then you go. So I, my favorite song is the one, and I know, like, all the songs are good, guys. You can listen to all of them, blah, blah, blah. But just like how it, I had said in our first episode, um, Z, where that uh, folk song was there, and, you know, they are, the two people are singing in the street, and Amitabh and Jaya Bhadi are falling in love. That is such a folksy Indian song, but you can dance. And same is like uh, this one, this is like Chahi Chale Chhurya. So it's between Rishi Neetu and Naseem. And I love this song. I love the choreography. I love the music. I love the, you know, the quintessential Rishi Kapoor way of dancing. There is this Rishikapur way of dancing, which you can really see in this song. And to Singh, you know what she is such a good. Uh, she's she's not a great dancer, but she has this uh, gesture, like hand movements. She gets them perfect, like her rhythm those movements match the rhythm so they are part of dancing but overall like I wouldn't call her a great dancer, but I love 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 love, love this song and I never really spoke about this song again because I don't want it to get mainstream and like get like ruined by the popular culture. Yeah, but speaking of this song, uh, you know
1: that song's such a fun song and you know it comes in a moment when you know it gets it's getting a little serious and serious and serious and this song comes up and it's fun and also the outfit that the other girl Nasim is wearing. She wears this white top and then like a pinafore, like a long dress kind of thing, black one. God, I want that dress.
0: Right. So I want Neetu's dress, the one Neetu's wearing. The white one. The yeah, the white one. It has so much fabric. I love when there's like excess flowing fabric and you can just like drown in it. I love that. Yeah. So so that's my favorite song.
1: Okay. And then I also kind of like the other song where Wahida Rehman. So... The adopted child, which is Neetu, Neetu Kapoor, she goes and she wants to meet a biological mom with, who is Vahita Rehman, and then there's this song uh, where it's her adopted daughter. No adoptive daughter? The daughter that she's given up for adoption and then her actual daughter that you know Amitabh. My house and that song is so good. It's such a nice lullaby too.
0: So again, right? The lyrics are so good, and they are by Sahir Ludhianvi. He and they are amazing. They're beautiful. Mm. Like I said, like I love the writing of all of the songs. Like this is another like Yash Chopra movies. You one thing you know for sure is like you're going to get good songs, especially if it's a romantic film. So you know this goes without saying. All the songs are amazing. If they come on the radio, you're not going to shut them off. These are the songs that I'm going to reach out to if I'm playing Antakshree. These are the songs that... But that, again, like, I love Chahe Chale Chhurya is, like, my favorite song of the movie. And, yeah, that's it. Okay, so let's move on to scenes. Which is your favorite scene? Um, So, uh, favorite
1: scene. It's very hard to pick a favorite scene when you really enjoy the movie. You know, you feel like, how many scenes can you describe, right? So that is what I feel with Kabhi Kabhi. But speaking of Amitabh Bachchan, because... This whole season is dedicated to him. You know, um so he is clearly hot, especially when he's a poet and he's a student. And like you mentioned before, when we were talking, that he gets grumpy after a while, but I still liked him. His mush and everything. And again, I think I pretty much I found out why I love Amitabh Bachchan because of his controlled body language and his acting. You know, I know I'm, I'm repeating it, but... I don't know how else to describe his acting. It's very, very controlled.
0: Yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah, Yeah.
1: he is. So I i am, so like, I think you mentioned in the previous episode as well, where you are like, you know, he deserves all the accolades that he's getting, right? So I feel like, you know, he is a really good actor. And I, I liked all the scenes that had him. And yeah, I cannot think of any specific scene as such right now.
0: Yeah, so my thing with Amitabh Bachchan was like, he, Nachi, this is a great film and, you know, so he's like, for the first 30 minutes, he's sexy and then in between, he's sexy and angry, but eventually, towards the end, he's just a grumpy asshole and it's it's nothing, like, it's not a criticism for Amitabh Bachchan, it's a criticism for that character because that character is grumpy and you just hate him, you just like, hate him and eventually, like, for the better part of the movie, after, once Rafi gets married, Amitabh Bachchan is just this negative energy in the movie. You know, he's not enticing any positivity or any love. And you don't even sympathize with him because you're eventually like, get on with it, dude. Like, you've got it all. Right. So, exactly. So, when I was watching the movie, that
1: is exactly how I was feeling. And I don't know if that was the intention of the movie. And if it was, they had done a really good job of writing his character like that. Because... Raki has clearly, obviously she was in love and she was heartbroken, but she's clearly moved on. But Amitabh had, it, you know, so whenever they would meet after like 30 years of marriage or whatever, or 25 years of, you know, being apart, and then they would meet, he would just keep pushing it on her. You know, and
0: that would make her sad. And I'm like, oh my God, just get over it. I know, and naturally it's a Hindi movie. So, you know, they meet very conveniently. So their first meeting is when she's interviewing him. So I found it like naturally, you know, I'm all with, I went with the flow. I don't have any problem. But just because we are sitting and analyzing a film. So I just want to put a disclaimer. It's only for that purpose. It didn't really logically made sense because if she's the host of that afternoon show, she knows who her guests are going to be. It's not like a surprise to her. They don't throw people in the show and be like interview them. So she did not inform her husband ahead of time that this, uh, Shire, who you are a big fan of, is going to be on my show. Uh, a, that. B, if this dude has never written another book since his college days, why is he again a uh, guest on the show? Unless they were like uh, revisiting old poets who never got the limelight or something. They were doing a season on that. <laughs> <laughs> they were doing a season on that. So I think like, okay, why exactly is the guest though? Like what has he done to be here? And then eventually the... The time isn't like very nicely explained, like what was the uh, duration of gap between when he came for the interview and then he went away and then they met again eventually when the kids get together. Because that mustache usually in Indian writing, uh, symbolizes a, a passage of time or somebody has gotten older. So it wasn't clear because Rishi Kapoor and Neetu Singh, if we go by their love story tangent, then it means that actually only a few months have passed. It hasn't been that long. But then when we see Rakhi and Amitabh Bachchan's meeting over and over again, it seems like a, at least a year had passed, you know, or something. So that ta- they didn't do a very good job in like uh, breaking the timeline for us. So another scene that I, not just, not
1: the scene, but the theme that this movie explored that I really liked was adoption, because I feel like in Indian movies, adoption is not, you know, spoken enough. And also there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of layer to adoption, right? So I, I felt like this movie at least touched a little bit of it, where she wants to look for her biological mom. And obviously Rishi Kapoor is like, why do you want to do that kind of thing? You know, so I thought, you know, they hadn't gone deep into it, but they at least touched upon it. So I kind of found it very uh, interesting because I think that was the first, I think, in my mind.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with you. And uh, so, like, uh, my favorite love story actually in the movie is Neetu Singh and Rishi Kapoor. Like, the real love story starting from, like, meet Q to falling in love and, you know, and they were so physical. Like, the romance is so physical. They're always in each other's arms and faces. And it, but you, I have not seen that much physical intimacy shown before or after until the two thousands. Like, and when it did happen in two thousand, it was such a like big. There was a lot of PDA, but it was so cute because it just went with their personality. I know. So my favorite, one of my favorite scenes. Just because I get, like, always, like, have a grin and I love it. It's like their telephone scene when they've come back from the college and now Rishi Kapoor is calling Neetu Singh. And they're, like, all pretending that they're talking to a friend. Like, he's pretending he's talking to a boy and she's pretending she's talking to a girl. And I just loved... And, you know, I remember liking this movie even then because I felt, you know, their parents were so open-minded and they could just be themselves in front of their parents and this also shows the juxtaposition of how Rakhi couldn't even go and tell that he, she's in love, whereas she has given that avenue, both like, uh, Neetu Singh's parents and here, they've given that space They they can easily, they're teasing them about their, uh, you know, their crushes and, and Shashi Kapoor is so happy that his son is in love. Like, he's celebrating. He's like, oh, my son is in my love. made
1: me proud kind of thing. And speaking of Shashi Kapoor, that is also one of my favorite scenes when, towards the end, you know, when Shashi Kapoor actually finds out that Rakhi and Amitabh, you know. You
0: stole my second favorite scene. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and then they go out for dinner
1: to Amitabh's house and they're at the bar and You know, you almost think that, you know, he is going to obviously get all judgmental and be a typical Indian man. But that scene is such a short scene, but, you know, it's to the point and it just conveys everything that every Indian man should.
0: Yeah. And I like the scenes following that also. When they've come home and, you know, Rathi is crying. And, you know, Shashi Kapoor is not making a big deal out of it, but just still being concerned. He's like, why are you crying? And she's like, you know, why? Why can't I cry? <laughs> why can't I just cry? So cute. And the way she expresses it that, you know, you've made me so proud today that I, you know, that you feel and I could feel that emotion for her. Like I would be like, yeah, if I was in these shoes and my husband did this, I would be so proud of him. So happy. It's like- you know,
1: proud is the right word. You know, you're not like indebted to him because he understood you. But yeah, proud of the way that he is, you know, of the man. Exactly,
0: yeah. like finally feeling like you bet on the right horse. <laughs> you know, it's like oh my god. And I like the Shashi dialogue when she's saying like, are you God in the face of uh, man or are you a man in the face of God? He's like, you know, what is this God? Like if a person becomes human in their lifetime, that's enough. I think like, what a powerful line in all times, right? We can always say in today's time because today's time are shittier than ever. But <laughs> the times have always been shitty for someone or the other. Perfect. And also, I liked another scene between Shashi Kapoor and, oh my god, this is turning into Shashi
1: Kapoor. (laughs) Raki. But remember that bedroom scene? You know, it's just a regular, like, married couple, you know, whose son is away. And they're just in bed, and, you know, she's awake, and Rishi Kapoor sees that, you know, she's awake in the middle of the night. So he's like, hey, what happened? Why aren't you sleeping? And then she's just, she's obviously thinking about her past, like we all do at midnight. (laughs) So she's like, oh, you know, so she's obviously thinking of Amitabh, and then, (laughs) she's like you know can you uh, flatter me because that's something that she used to tell Amitabh, you know in college
0: right
1: time. and Shaji kapoor the person that he is he's just he's like he's trying hard to flatter her and he's like tumhari anke, tumhari anke," and she's like yes <laughs> what about my eyes and then he says something obviously very silly <laughs> he says like your eyes are like two uh,
0: light lamps or something yeah your your eyes are like a lalten in a poor man's hut <laughs> yes <laughs> And then she just bursts out
1: laughing and I was like, that is such a beautiful way of showing a marriage that's, you know, they've I'm sure they've been married for like 25 years at least, going by the age of the son, but, you know, they they still find humor in it, right? It's, you know, so it, it, I thought it was just beautiful the way, and then she starts talking about her son, she's like, oh, it's been so long, you know, he hasn't uh, called us, I wonder what's happening.
0: Because that's very, you know, the transition. That's exactly
1: how it happens in married
0: life. Exactly. And I also like that scene exactly for the reason that, you know, you always, they always show that, you know, your love, what could have been the road not traveled and all of that. But, you know, because we see Amitabh in his life right now and we see Shashi Kapoor in his life. And yes, of course, Amitabh was a great lover. He is amazing with her. And so is Shashi Kapoor. I think Yash Chopra was the only person in that decade who showed men how to love women. Like, how are you not love just by singing around the trees and dancing? Like, really love them. Say these things to them like, flat. Have fun with your wife, you know. You so, um, but this shows that you can't have it all. I mean, this is probably my interpretation and, you know, maybe this was not even the message, but this is how I took it that everybody tries to tick all the boxes that oh he should be funny he should be this he should be a he should be a poet he should be a dancer he should be everything and then you if you don't get one thing versus the other you're like oh but he does not have this and this is like how wonderful that you know raki and shashi kapoor's characters are shown as these uh, evolved human beings who can sh- see beyond just
1: yeah, their past or, you know, anything. And even Simigaravals and the doctor husband, right? And her mm. husband's relationship. Even that was so, so easy breezy. And it was exactly like how, you know, a couple's life would be, you know, interaction and everything. And also speaking of the bedroom scene with Shashi Kapoor and Rak, <laughs> I noticed, I love details, And I feel like, you know, the director has put in an effort and he isn't like, he's not taking us for a ride because when I look at details, that's how I know he's made an effort. So in that scene, if you notice, like behind their bed, there's his bookshelf and there's an architect's digest, you know, there's Mm -hmm. a book, which is amazing because he's an architect, right? So obviously it'll be there. It could be his, you know, nighttime read. So I was like, wow, yes, Shupra, well done.
0: Yeah. And so, it's also like how you said the, we see these two good marriages between Simi and Parikshit Sani, Rakhi and Shashi, and then we see Vahida and Amitabh, and you know that their dynamics aren't good from the word go. Because as soon as Neetu Singh enters, and Amitabh Bachchan puts the newspaper down, and he's like, Kaan hai Anju, you know it's not like said in a adoring or a loving way, because he is, you know that he's the man in charge, and you constantly see Anju, like Vahida's character being, uh, you know, kind of scared, not scared, but like tiptoeing around him because he probably has a temper or you need, he comes He's a across temp- as hard to please person. So, so I felt like you could see these things in these relationships and you're like, She's walking around it. and But I like how in the end, you know, uh, Wahida's character gives her all. She says, you know, you have to accept me with what it was. You have to let go of the past. Why do you want to break this house? And then Amitabh's character being an asshole that he was being, he's like, no, you are a despicable woman, this, that and whatnot. Even though he knows that the guy died, right? It's not like she was sleeping around. She was going to get married to a guy. The guy died. And he's not budging. And I like how in the end, she then stands up for herself. Then she's like, well, if that's the case, then let's part ways. I was like giving 10 on 10 to Yash Chopra and Pamela Chopra left, right and center. (laughs) I loved
1: it. I love that when she says that then there's no point, you know, for both of us to be living like strangers in this house, then I'll just leave. And she leaves and she's packing her suitcase, you know. You don't see that happening. It's always the men who are like, you know, at least in Hindi movies. They're like, okay, I'm leaving.
0: Yeah, the, you could see the understanding the writer and the director have of these relationships. And I was like, I would like to meet them. I mean, actually, I can't meet Yash Chopra now. But I could meet him when I die. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but, I could. Yeah. But uh, the only thing... Okay, so one thing I want to mention, like we were talking the similarities uh, to Silsila, there was also a similarity to Chandni. And both of those movies came after this. Like, there is a scene when uh, Rishi Kapoor picks up uh, Neetu Singh and goes around Delhi on a bike, roaming. like. And that's exactly what happens in Chandani. He just picks up Shri Devi and they drive on a bike around Delhi. And then there is this one scene in uh, Chandni where uh, Shri Devi is teasing Rishi Kapoor, like, feeding him things. I think it's a dream sequence, but it's still a sequence. And, you know, he is asking him to guess foods and anyways. So, she, she puts, uh, chili in his mouth, and then he, like, starts, uh, swearing in a jovial manner, uh, and then, like, haram, dadi, ne wo, something, something, and runs around her, trying to, like, catch her, and, like, then, and similarly, like, uh, Neetu Singh comes out of the, uh, pool, and then, like, hugs him, and he gets wet, he's like, kya kari hai, paani gila hai? I was like, yes. <laughs> and then he again swears in that Punjabi jovial manner and starts running around. So I felt like maybe these are like templates of Yash Chopra. Oh. Okay, so um these are the scenes. Oh, the only silliest scene in the movie, which I felt was the silliest of them all, is like in the end when there's a fire and then this girl has gone in, Nasim, and they eventually One after another, all of them are going in. And I was like, what is the point of that? Why are you going into a fire? And then eventually, fine, they all come back, Hindi movie, have to roll with it, 70s, yeah. Yeah, They have to come to a climax somehow and this is how they come. And then, okay, I was even fine with that, right? Like, no, this is 70s, this is not going to happen. Then they are hugging each other.
1: Yeah, all of them, one by one. (laughs) Oh my god, I noticed that
0: too. I was like, what is going on? (laughs) It's like, where are the other people? Like, he's like, stand in queue. Amitabh is going to hug one person at a time. And also, speaking of
1: that scene, I found it so funny, the hugging scene. And then all of a sudden, when Amitabh, you know, what's Vahita's name in the movie? Anju. Anju, yeah. So, uh, all of a sudden, Amitabh is like, after hugging everyone, he says, Anju. So, I thought maybe Anju's also in the fire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For a second, I was like, oh my God. And then, he goes back home. <laughs> he goes back home. And it's so convenient, right? Like, I was like... What happened? Like, I know that, like, big uh, instances in life kind of bring clarity to you, uh, disasters. But how, I was able to, like, trying to translate, how did this disaster make him realize that Anju is, like, not that bad anymore? <laughs> like, I thought she was in the
1: fire. And he was like, <laughs> <going> to... <laughs> because there could be no nothing. You can't just look at the fire and be like, okay, I need my wife now.
0: <laughs> I, she I know. I was like, that, yeah, I know. So, that's, that's all I have. Like this, like you said, the whole movie is full of these amazing moments. We can go on. I think this could be a longer podcast if we didn't have like a self-imposed deadline on us in time. So, um. But other than that, I feel like the whole movie is like so beautifully shot. The energy is so great. And, you know, we didn't have enough time to talk about Rishi and Neetu, but they were also amazing. And Kashmir, oh my God. And, you know, I feel like, I think I texted you this and I still very strongly think we ruined it. It was beautiful. It is this untouched paradise that it was. And I think we deserve all the shit that we are having because we we did this. And yeah, and we can't even put the blame on somebody else. It's like we being I, myself and everybody, like we all ruined it, personally ruined it. And I just, yeah, it sucks. So, yeah, I feel like the whole crew was lucky because I read somewhere that uh, apparently they all, like the whole crew was taken to Kashmir with families. And that's why Amitabh Bachchan's parents are uh, the parents in the movie. Uh, similar. They were there. And apparently there's Amitabh Bachchan's brothers also there in some scene in the background. Uh, so everybody's family went and they stayed in Kashmir for like three months or whatever they shot. And eventually when the shooting got over, they all came back. And yeah. And I also read somewhere that uh, initially Rishi Kapoor was not interested in doing the movie. He was this spoiled brat in like his career as well like he wanted to do what he wanted to do so uh, but uh, you know Yash Chopra really wanted him because you know he was a hot property then and he had that and he was right for that role he was the person so Shashi Kapoor told Yash Chopra don't worry I'll get him and then he got him and the uncle talk. and I think the first few days itself, they shot like 15 scenes with him so that like he couldn't now leave. Like you've done half the movie, you have to be here. So I was like, why wouldn't he do it? And, and this is the movie he, they fell in love. Neetu and Rishikapoor. I was going to ask you, if they spend like three months in
1: Kashmir and you're single, you will fall in love. Yes. <laughs> it's like a prerequisite.
0: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
1: It's all the right formula. It's all there. You just
0: have to fall in love. Yeah. Such was the beauty of Kashmir. Such was the beauty of Kashmir. And I think this is like a landmark film, another landmark film in Amitabh's uh, career. Mm. But he was more grumpy than sexy, angry (laughs) for my taste.
1: Uh, I liked it because after all the movies that we've seen where he was the angry young man, this was just
0: his like the romantic. You are just partial. (laughs) You're just partial. (laughs) I'm (laughs) totally partial. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think... That's it. Do you have anything else to add? I think that's it.
1: I think we should, if you haven't watched it yet, I think you definitely should watch the movie.
0: You should definitely watch this movie. It was, it is worth the watch. It has some of these elements that we mentioned. So now you already can be prepared that it's going to have 70s flavor. But even with, yeah, yeah go. So even with all of that, it is still a good watch. Like it is one of the best Hindi love movies I don't know what else to add. Okay, let me yeah. finish with my love for Amitabh. Okay, so this, even in this movie,
1: right? I love Amitabh for the fact that, you know, I, I don't know how he is in the later, in his later movies, but as of all the movies that we've seen, he doesn't mind even not being in that movie for one hour. Like, he's okay with that. Like, this movie, there's a good 45 to one hour where
0: he is not even
1: there. They are just showing other relationships and other stories. You know, he was totally okay with it. So, I love that about him.
0: Yeah, but I think that is something. Yeah, but that is something I feel that was true for the actors in that era, right? And, oh, another thing I want to mention is like, you know how we said in the beginning, nobody wanted to do uh, Janzeer because it was like this action movie and it was a whole rage was to do love stories back then. By the time Amitabh's career, just in three years, reached kabi kabi. People were advising him not to do Kavi Kavi because his image was of this angry action hero. So he's like, no, don't do a love story because you don't have any action scenes and all of that. But he still did it because he trusted Yashopra and he'd done, uh, you know, uh, Divar with him. So I was like, all of these people giving these random advices as if they know what what we like. Yeah, stop it. So, I think we should wrap it up because otherwise we'll keep talking. We have so much to talk.
1: We have, I truly think we can have 10 episodes just in this, on this movie. Okay. (laughs) Are you (laughs) sure? Yeah, I'm done.
0: All right, guys, uh, if you haven't watched this, you have to watch it. And thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, you can catch us on Twitter at Pod and on Instagram at podcast. Bye. Bye.